This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, y'all, it's Crystal. With the holiday season just around the corner, we got a little behind with our regular recording schedule. You know, just getting everything ready, hanging out with family, all that fun stuff. So we didn't want to leave you without an episode at all this week. So we are bringing you one of our bonus episodes. We hope you enjoy it. Um, the audio quality is not the best, but it's definitely not the worst. I don't know if you remember those first few episodes. Those were pretty rough. Sorry about that. But there's just a little bit of um, background noise from Samantha's town that I couldn't quite get out, but it's fine everything's fine. We hope you enjoy this episode and we hope you have a very happy holiday. Before I start the episode, I'm going to play you guys this trailer from this awesome podcast I found called My Skeptical Sister. These girls are hysterical. They're great. I love them. I think you should give them a listen. Have a happy, happy holiday and we will catch you with a new episode next week. Enjoy. I am Erin and I'll believe just about anything you tell me. And I'm Megan, and I won't believe a damn thing you say, unless maybe it's a Sasquatch. So my theory is so simple, Sasquatch. Because because I don't believe in ghosts. However, Sasquatch 100% is on the table. Join us while we read listener stories of spooky things that happened. Or so they say. And when he opened them, the woman was still standing in the doorway. They're supposed to go away when you open yes, your eyes. Yes, you close your eyes and then you open and then they're gone. Whether you're a skeptic or a believer will at least make you laugh. So tell us your stories and one of us is sure to believe. And most likely, we'll both mispronounce your words. Karen Goo, here's a word, here's a word. <laughs> oh no, oh is no. Is this a typo? We is this a word never, I've never heard of? Get before. away with it. Never, I know, I really, th- I hadn't <laughs> read this in a while. Uh, H-A-R-A-N-G-U-E. Karen Goo. I'm gonna need to see it. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> We're learning so many words. (laughs) Find My Skeptical Sister on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Happy bonus day. Happy bonus day. So I will say that my bonus episode is not going to be as comical as yours, but it is crazy. Okay. We like crazy. We like crazy. You might know it. It's not, it's not an old case or anything like it was actually recent well it it was like 2003 when it happened (laughs) so it's not super old or anything anytime Um, I think of the years I'm just always wrong because I'm like 2003 that's not long ago but that's really almost 20 years ago now which makes it is it is it's kind (laughs) of long it's kind of long ago because I know I think that too it's funny that you say that um my kid my oldest kid um he cracked me up because he asked to see my id this was like years ago right he asked to see my id because something in school they were supposed to get their parents birth dates or something like that Mm. you know he was born in 2009 i was born in 1990 (laughs) 1990 you're still a baby i was 86 
<laughs> you're only four years older. It's funny though, because, um, now you think about it, it's 2021. And if my kid were to say, Hey, can I see your, your ID? Well, you were born in the 1900s. So right? <laughs> makes oh, you cool. feel old. Okay. So, um, let's go ahead and get started. I'm so excited. This, this case is, it's kind of crazy. So, um, Thomas Bartlett Whitaker was born on December 31st, 1979. His father, Kent Whitaker, he was a comptroller for a family-owned construction business. And he was a what? Comptroller. Oh, okay. I don't know what that is. I had to look it up. I have to look it up again because (laughs) it's a management level position that's responsible for supervising the quality of accounting and financial reporting. Okay. Well, that's what you did. you. You do you. Right. (laughs) <laughs> right. And Patricia, who was known as Trisha, she gave up her career as an elementary school teacher to stay at home with um, Thomas and his younger brother, Kevin. Now, Thomas went by Bart because, you know, his middle name, Bartlett. Okay. So, so don't get confused when I start saying Bart. <laughs> I, I will. Right. So um, <laughs> the Whitakers, they were a happy upper middle class family that like all the neighbors were seeking. I say secretly jealous of, but it's, it's more of like a, like not a hate jealous. They were like, oh, this is the perfect family. You oh, know? Okay. They're um, like, I want that for my family. Yes. They lived because they lived the life. I mean, they were, they were so loving. In fact, they were even what some called like the cool house to be at because they were like second parents to some of the neighborhood kids. Oh, okay. um, you know, the, the neighbors all trusted them. They were great. Okay. Well, Kent spent he spent a lot of his time with his sons. He and Bart, they enjoyed biking long distances together. Um, he played catch with the youngest and it, it was just like, you know, the average loving family. Okay. <laughs> Fast forward to when Bart was close to 19 years old. Kevin was his college sophomore who looked up to him. You know, Bart was graduating from Sam Houston State University with honors. So Kevin was like, you know, my brother, he's such a great guy. Um, He's doing so great with his life. And the whole family was super proud after Bart announced on December 10th, 2003, that he had finally graduated from Sam Houston State University, which to me is kind of odd for you to come and tell your parents and everybody, hey, I finally graduated. Like, I feel like your parents would know that, right? I feel like I might know this case now. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. If but not, then, then I'm going to tell you what I'm thinking of, but it's probably right. Okay. But yes, so, that is very odd. Like, yes, there would be a whole graduation like, ceremony. Um, it, like, it it'd be a whole big me, thing. You right, don't just walk so home takes, and go, hey, I graduated, guys. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so it kind of takes me back to like when Michael went to college, it was a big thing. We all drove him to the university. We helped him unpack. We did all of this right. stuff. And, you know, we kept tabs on him too. I know that sounds like super creepy, but we were always we like, how's it going? How's your, how's your class going? And Michael would always tell us, you know, like I went and great. visited him one weekend right. when I was still in high school. I wouldn't stay the weekend with him. Right. Like, I feel like it would be something like, okay, well, we're going to come down and visit you. What happened was he said, bye guys, I'm going to college. And they said, okay, bye. And then like a couple of years later, he's like, okay, I graduated college. 
And they're yeah, like, cool, good job. <laughs> <laughs> well, the family decided that they were going to go out for like a celebratory dinner. They're like, oh, you graduated. This is great. We're going to go out. We're going to celebrate. And it was fun. It was wholesome. It, it was it was a really great, great dinner and great evening, but the evening did not result in a happy ending. It did not because I do know this case. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> Good to know. They get home. They drive up into their driveway. Don't do and it. Sorry. All of the family goes in. Um, Kent, Trisha, Kevin, they all go inside. Um, and a man, but Bart's not inside. Let's keep that in mind. Bart's not inside. Yeah. Right. Bart is the so, one that that graduated. graduated. I used air bunnies because yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. So a man dressed in black, including a ski mask, had entered the Whitaker family home and taken Kevin's gun and ammunition from a locked box in his room, staged a burglary, and then waited near the front door for the Whitaker family to return home. So when they returned home. Like before entering the house, Bart said that he needed to get his cell phone from his parked Yukon. Okay. So, so he's out in the driveway and Kent and Trisha and Kevin, they're going inside, right? Right. Well, Kevin entered the family home first and it was reported that he smiled when he first saw the, the mask guy, but it took him by surprise. He and smiled? He smiled because he just like, he didn't realize out of the corner of his eye that it was a masked dude, <laughs> like standing in front of his that's you know creepy I don't I don't I mean I don't feel like smiling would be my first reaction right. even if well, I was... he didn't he didn't realize that it was somebody in there he smiled he was smiling he smiled he walked he he turns his head he sees this guy and then his smile drops okay and the guy shot Kevin once through his chest and he fell to the floor Kevin no right after Kevin Patricia was walking through the door and Patricia was also shot in the chest and fell to the floor well, Kent, he's rushing inside and out of like excitement to try to get to his, you know, his family that are like adrenaline rush going and, on. Yeah. Wounded. Yeah. Um, he gets shot, but he got shot in the shoulder. Okay. So it wasn't fatal for him. Right. Well, Bart then runs inside and was shot in his left arm before the man then ran through the Whitaker's back door, jumped the fence into the rear neighbor's yard and within minutes, Kevin died. So this masked man, you said he staged a burglary? Staged. I'm saying this because we'll get to that. I wanted to make sure you guys knew that it was a staged burglary. It was not a burglary because nothing was missing. Right. Okay. So um, Kevin died within minutes. Mm -hmm. Patricia unfortunately died shortly after when she was being airlifted by life flight services mm. and Bart told the first responders that he thought the gunman was African-American okay. so both Kent and Bart survived the murder attempt so was he wearing he was wearing like a ski mask situation that yeah. kind of mask yeah so that's what that's what I said <laughs> you know, I just wore a mask so how do you know that he's african-american then like how are you saying oh he's right so like he's just dressed in all black and wearing a ski mask but okay how do you know you're right so we're gonna get into a little bit more um about you know bart before all of this came into about bart good old bart so bart had attended clements high school had he though no <laughs> well he did to. no <laughs> he attended this is high school right yeah. so he had attended high school but 
he had to leave as a result of burglaries that he had committed from other students. Oh, he had to leave because they said you can't come here anymore. <laughs> yeah, he had to leave. They kicked okay. him out. They were okay. like, you keep stealing from these kids. It sounds it sounds fishy. It sounds fishy. He got expelled, basically. Right. So as a result, he was then evaluated by a psychologist. Psych yeah, psychologist. Psychologist. <laughs> you good? For a, second, for a second there, I was like. That didn't sound like it was coming out my <laughs> mouth right. <laughs> he, he was evaluated by a psychologist okay. <laughs> um, who stated that he was experiencing the clinical symptoms of a delusional paranoid disorder. Okay. I feel like he's experiencing the symptoms of a shoplifter. <laughs> That's what I was and... going to say. <laughs> I literally put right after that sentence in my notes. To me, it sounds more like a kleptomaniac. <laughs> right. Like you shouldn't get some probation or something, some community service, something. <laughs> but, but whatever. So in 2001, another strange thing was brought up though. So 2001, this is two years before the attack. Whitaker had previously recruited others in a plot to murder his family, which ended up being aborted. <laughs> so he asked others to help him kill his family. Now, this is real sketch. <laughs> yeah. Like, real, real sketch. Yeah. So he just, he, who are these people? Did, was it classmates that he asked? Or what did you say it was? Just friends, random? Yeah, like okay. friends. Just random friends. So um, they're just like hanging out. And he's like, hey, do you, have, family? Do, you, do you have plans <laughs> next weekend? And they're like, um, I don't know why. Yeah. And he's like, I was thinking maybe you might want to help me kill my family. <laughs> And he's like, say what? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, it's, now, like the more investigators were digging into the case, the more suspicious things were coming up, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> the police found out that Bart had not actually graduated from the university. In fact, <laughs> he hadn't even attended. He never is, even went. That is brand new information. <laughs> <laughs> Which to me, <laughs> okay. Which to me... <laughs> sounds really weird still in itself because again you think that your family would drop you off at the university at least come by once in all of the years that you attend this college <laughs> like <laughs> well another sketchy fact was when locating evidence at the Whitaker's crime scene they noticed you know nothing was actually taken in this robbery again uh -huh. this is why I stated it was staged right. um except for Bart's phone so for Bart's the phone, phone, that was in the Yukon, in the Yukon. Which is really, yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I was saying. It was in the Yukon. The Yukon. <laughs> the Yukon. I got too excited. Um, it's, it, it's odd, right? Because that was what he was staying behind to go and get out of his car. So I don't know why they just assume that it's a failed burglary and why they don't assume it's just a break-in attempted murder. Like, because a staged burglary, the way that I had read was you know things were flung all over the house but nothing was taken there was no jewelry okay. there was nothing taken so it looked like maybe this person broke in and was gonna take things yeah. but then it they came home and interrupted right. him okay that that's why it was a staged burglary so come to find out even though bart had talked to a few and discussed this plot to kill his family um there were actually a couple takers so why did so, nobody that didn't become a taker like report this to someone <laughs> well we'll we'll actually get to that because one does okay um so chris brashear 
agreed to carry out the murders and Stephen Champagne to get the getaway, like to be the getaway driver. I'm sorry, did you say Stephen Champagne? Champagne. Champagne. Okay. Champagne. Yeah. (laughs) Champagne. Got it. Well, the problem was that they were all idiots. (laughs) I mean... He had just graduated college. He should have been like super Well, they clearly clearly (laughs) didn't finish the job because Kent was still alive. Right. Well, so during the investigation, Bart, you know, being the coward, um, he actually fled to Mexico (laughs) in the summer of 2004. what? The year after it happened because he was informed that he was going to be arrested for the murders because it was all piecing together now. Okay. So he fled. He, he jumped, got into, before you said in 2004, like the next year, I was thinking you meant like right after this, he like ran away to Mexico. And I was like, what? No, no. That's super suspicious. No. Like, <laughs> Cause no, everybody summer, would just think that you were just shot along with your family. <laughs> right. Well, no, this happened the summer of 2004. It happened, you know, it, it happened in December of 2003 when you know his Mm -hmm. mother and his brother were killed and the summer of 2004 because investigators started piecing everything together you know he didn't go to school he was never there um they found he was asking people to kill his family (laughs) they found out he was asking people to kill his family they found the two guys responsible of the attack um and now so they did find that they did find champagne and they 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 figured it all out so um how did they find him like how did they find out who it was you're jumping around (laughs) i need you to just be patient i can't i can't i'm drinking this i'm drinking this very large iced caramel coffee and i'm just like "Ah." (laughs) i'm here people can't see it but i'm here blankly just blinking really fast at her (laughs) sorry i'm excitable i see that let me get to that okay do go on So back to him fleeing to Mexico. So he flees to Mexico because he was informed by the two, Chris and Steven, who had then in turn been caught for all of this, that he was going to be arrested for the murders because they weren't going down. So how did they inform him? Did they use their one phone call from jail to call him and be like, bruh, they got me. (laughs) They're coming for you. (laughs) They got me. They got me. <laughs> no. Um, no, he was just, he was informed by, you know, like, it he, was word of mouth. Yeah. These two were caught and they were, he was, right. they were coming for him next. So he lived in Mexico for over a year. In okay. fact, he lived in Mexico for over a year and changed his name to Rudy Rios. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I'm not lying. Rudy Rios? <laughs> not lying. Not not lying. Where that is what he did. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, on on September 15th, 2005, a capital warrant, murder warrant, sorry, capital murder warrant was issued against Bart Whitaker. Um, cooperating with US authorities, the Mexican authorities arrested Whitaker without incident under immigration charges. You mean they arrested, they arrested Rios? They arrested Rios. (laughs) And in September, 2005, Bart was handed over to the U.S. authorities at the border town of Laredo, Texas, where he was arrested for capital murder. 
Mexico was like, here, we don't want him. Take him back. Right. <laughs> and because they clearly crossed the border. <laughs> so at this, like at his trial um, in March 2007, prosecutors alleged that although it wasn't Bart who shot his family members, he was responsible for the murders because he played the leading part in the conspiracy to commit the murder. Right, like he um, came up with he, the plan. <laughs> he told them to do it. <laughs> right. But these dumbasses did it. So because of this, he was refused a plea bargain by the district attorney in return for his admission of guilt and was tried for capital murder. Okay. Which is good. He needed to be. Yeah. So the prosecution claimed that Whitaker had wanted his family dead so he could capitalize on a million dollar life insurance payout. What? But Bart denied this because he said that the only life insurance policy the family had was only for $50,000 and it was on his father's life and he lived. <laughs> but I'm like, uh, bro, you tried to kill him. But you tried to kill him. Like <laughs> you, you weren't to... counting on that. <laughs> and how you also, how you know what your dad's life insurance policy right? is. Oh my God. What is that? I mean, I'm sorry, but if my, if our dad has a life insurance policy, I don't know for how much. <laughs> no, I have no idea. I just don't know. That's not something that you normal people know. Um, <laughs> also, why didn't the wife have it? It was just on the dad. I, I don't know. Well, maybe because she wasn't working anymore. Maybe. Maybe they only had it on, on Kent because she wasn't working anymore. That's weird. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so then because, you know, he was denied the plea bargain or whatever, um, Bart claimed that a mental disorder and um, a combination of drug abuse was what caused him to want his family eliminated. So now he's trying to push this because, you know, years ago, his psychologist that he saw told him that he was like on the brink of this <laughs> Right, because he was stealing from kids at school. Like that's not so. Who is, so he tried. Who's the he psychologist? Tried, <laughs> so he tried to he tried to play. Um, Did he ever get know, any kind of treatment? Symptoms of delusional disorder. No, he didn't. Because <laughs> it was a made up thing, correct? <laughs> right. And now he's no, like, he and now he's like, okay. I did do it, but it's only because, like, you can look back in my file. Um, I'm crazy. So, <laughs> <laughs> according to the psychologist. So this is not my fault. Well, the state of Texas is a death penalty state. Yes, it is. So his case was actually up for this now. Okay. Well, at the trial, because he had killed more than, he was responsible of the death of two people. people, Right. um, And the attempted murder of another. So the trial was, um, at the trial, one of the recruits from 2001, and by recruits, I mean one of the friends that he had asked to begin Mm -hmm. with in 2001, um, said that he had contacted the Sugarland Police Department with information about a previous. Yeah, that's where they were from. Whatever happened to Sugarland? I haven't heard from them in a while. Did they break I, up? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's, first... Is it just Jennifer Nettles by herself now? I I want to say that that's the last that I've heard of that band. Like I heard her doing solo stuff. Yeah. Sorry. Back to the case. <laughs> Sorry, hadn't thought about Sugarland in a while. Country music. <laughs> <laughs> so uh this recruit contacted the department and with information about a previous plot when he had heard about the murders in 2003 
Well, this individual was actually given immunity for, from prosecution in exchange for testifying for the prosecution against Bart. Okay. In 2009, a psychological evaluation of Bart noted that after high school, he was given more of the unearned trappings of wealth. So what does that mean? What that means was like, while his thoughts of be like became even more disorganized or whatever, mm-hmm. his parents were still buying him things like luxury vehicles. They paid for his tuition at Baylor University and at Sam Houston State University, where he never even went. He had no, he had no tuition. He was, he was just keeping this money, right? I'm sorry. They never looked for any kind of paperwork no he was like lowers me he was like hey guys i'm going to this college it costs this much money and they're like here you go (laughs) bye right so they also bought him a lakeside townhouse in willis texas and a four thousand dollar rolex watch which was given to him as his graduation present four thousand dollars just just hours before the murders even though he wasn't even enrolled at this college what is wrong with him why why would he want to kill his family he's got like the best life he literally has a, he's like legit he's so spoiled a spoiled brat yes <laughs> so i mean he's he's um what's her name from willy wonka the golden I egg girl the world. yes her i want the whole world <laughs> um Yeah. So like he's being given all this stuff, right? Like all this stuff. And yet he, he's sitting here trying to plead insanity. And so everyone's like, no, bruh, you're a spoiled brat. You're just a spoiled brat. (laughs) You're just spoiled. (laughs) So it was also noted that Bart had access to an $80,000 trust fund from his grandparents. Oh my gosh. But in court, he testified it that he didn't even know that he had access. Like he could access it, I guess when he had dropped out of the university because he had originally supposedly enrolled in Sam Houston, but never actually went when he had dropped out of this enrollment, he never even notified his parents. So they were just continuously paying for this. So he actually did enroll and then dropped out without telling them he enrolled, but he never went. He enrolled, but he never went. So he enrolled into college. Right. Okay. So he did actually enroll. Yeah, he was never, he was never actually a part of the university. Right, he, he dropped out before he even actually started classes. Right. Just enrolled and then immediately dropped out. Never went, yeah. So Kent, let's go back to the father. So Kent had already forgiven his son for his part in the murders. What? And had tr- I know, Dude, I wouldn't have forgave him. I would never He killed your him. wife and your other son and yeah. tried to kill you. I know it's your son and you're supposed to love them no matter what. It took him a while, but he had already forgiven his son for his part. And he actually tried to persuade the jury. He was like, you rascal. (laughs) You little rascal. He tried to persuade the jury to not deliver a death sentence. However. He's he's wanting like, he's he's thinking, okay, I can live with life in prison for my son. But. Right. I've already lost. I've already lost the rest of my family. I don't want this one to die too, basically. So, however, the jury decided to convict Bart of capital murder under the Texas law of parties. So he was still the death sentence. It's all really sad for Kent. It is really sad for Kent. So Chris Brashier, the one that actually shot Mm -hmm. um, the mother and and Kevin, he received a life sentence in a plea bargain, worked out with prosecutors and Stephen Champagne received 15 years in return for being the main witness for the prosecution. So they got plea, plea bargains, even though they're the ones that actually did you know acted on it 
However, yeah. because they were not the main the main one that, you know, partic- That's so weird to me that the one that actually did the murdering. I mean, he got a life sentence. Well, yeah, but <laughs> but he didn't get death sentence. Right. It's so, weird yeah. to me that they get yeah, they didn't just give them both life sentences, I guess is what I'm saying. Right. So Barr appealed his death sentence on the grounds of the ineffectiveness of his trial counsel. Basically, you hear that? the death <laughs> I did. <laughs> wow. And I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> hey, I live in, in a small town. Is that at your house? Apparent- it's my house. It's I thought apparently- it was at my house. It was so no, loud. It was, mine. It was wow. mine. So anybody that anybody that heard that, it's it's literally the the teenage boys in our town think that the louder the muffler, the better. No, sweetie, but okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Teenage boys will be teenage boys. <laughs> so um, Bart appealed his death sentence on the grounds of the ineffectiveness of his trial counsel. So basically the death penalty punishment and the cruelty of the lethal injection was in violation of the Eighth Amendment to the U.S. Constitution prohibiting cruel and unusual punishment. What? Well... In April 2000. That's what he tried to appeal. That was his like his case yes. that he was trying. To, okay. okay. He dumb dumb. So yeah. in, <laughs> in April 2017, his appeal was dismissed. <laughs> right. Yeah. They were like, uh, no, bruh. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's in place. It's not supposed to be pretty. <laughs> right. So on October 10th, 2017, the U.S. Supreme Court refused to consider an appeal based on his claims that his trial lawyer was deficient and that the Fort Bend County prosecutors engaged in misconduct by improperly referring to discussion of a plea deal that was never reached. So basically what I mean is they tried, they refused to consider an appeal because the lawyer that he had discussed a plea deal but it was never brought forward in court. Okay. And um, they just like, they said, no, he's not, he's not going to have this. So again, nothing came to that either. Right. On November 1st, 2017, his death warrant was signed and scheduled his execution for February 22nd, 2018. Oh, wow. Now things are getting real, right? Yeah. That's that's like the realist. Bart's freaking out all these things that he's he's like trying to appeal make he's like why isn't this working well because you're dumb right like what do you that's not a good appeal so Bart stated that his father Kent would would have been re-victimized by his execution oh now you care about how your father feels and and that Kent the only surviving victim of the crime would be without a son now well it's crazy because you know, Kent said that he forgave his son. Mm-hmm. Well, Kent then actually wrote a book about the murders. Oh. Um, the the book is called Murder by Family. I personally have not read it yet, but I am definitely going to. <laughs> yeah. Um, Murder by Family. In fact, his dedication in the book read, My son, I love you, all is forgiven. Oh wow. And the book details his forgiveness for his son's actions. It talks about what happened. It's, it basically goes into detail about this entire situation. Right. He also wrote to the Texas Board of Pardons and Paroles asking for clemency for his son. And the chairman of the board met with him for half an hour, which is, it's kind of big for someone to meet with you that long. Right. Um, and then the board... 
unanimously recommended clemency to the governor, Greg Abbott, at the time. So, you know, Bart's over here still in jail. He's in prison looking Mm -hmm. to go, you know, be killed. And he's sitting here pushing appeals after appeals. Well, Bart's defense lawyers even tried to push one through as well at the same time that Kent is trying to pardon his death penalty. So um, Bart's defense lawyers had claimed the state's first two executions of 2018 were botched because old lethal injection drugs. Really? So they were trying to, yes. That's awful. Yes. It is awful. So they were trying to push this through saying, well, you can't do the death penalty until you get this stuff figured out. We need to move his date. Right. At the least, because, you know, it's coming up. Right. Well, um, Bart actually was pushing another appeal through about the old lethal injection drugs, and he withdrew it. He withdrew his appeal pending at the Supreme Court which pertained like the purity of the drug used in the Texas executions right before he found out that the governor granted clemency and commuted his sentence. He didn't even know it was happening. The only reason that he withdrew his appeal was because he didn't think it was going to get passed. On a rare decision on February 20th, 2018, two days before his scheduled death, his scheduled execution, The Mm -hmm. Texas Board of Pardons and Paroles unanimously recommended that the death sentence be changed to life imprisonment. Oh, wow. And the conversation, it it is crazy. The conversation that Kent had had with the board stated that he would in fact feel victimized again if the state killed his last remaining immediate family member. Right. That he could not go through that depression again. Right. Which Which is understandable. The whole thing is awful for Kent. It is awful for Kent. And I, and I'm glad that he didn't like push anything else. Like he still deserves to be in prison. Right. For know? sure. For yeah. sure. He was responsible of his own mother and brother's death. And right. Tried to and tried to kill his father. Who, who just straight saved him. Right. So for the last time, Bart Whitaker was saved by another family member. Oh my gosh. It's, it's a pretty shitty situation too. Like how, how can you live with yourself? You know, you hear a lot of stories, especially in prison about, you know, murder. You hear a lot of stories when you're in prison. (laughs) No, I mean, like you hear a lot of stories that come from like murderers that go and kill themselves. They hang themselves. They, they do something to themselves because they can't take, you would think this motherfucker would have like tried to do something like that. No, he's just like a spoiled rotten brat. I was going to say, I wouldn't, me, I'm good. I was going to say, I wouldn't think that. I think that he's spoiled and thinks that one day he will get out because he will not <laughs> because he is entitled and thinks he deserves everything. I don't understand his thought process on killing his family. Like you had, they gave you everything. Like, was it ever explained why? no no that's so frustrating the the only thing that he said the only reason that he states that he tried to kill his family like was between his mental illness and drug abuse and remember right I had stated all that stuff that he said that was the only thing that that was ever come to that there was no actual reason as to why I don't understand it like I just don't don't understand it it. his family was so you, you talked about they were like super close you know, super loving family well, that's so like, what that's what I was about to say you know um you just you never know what happens behind closed doors 
or anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to say like bad things happen to him or anything, but I mean, nothing comes like, there's no evidence that anything bad ever happened to him growing up. There's no evidence that anything happened to him like ever. That's so crazy. It's so crazy. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> you don't hear that? What is that? It's our noon alarm. <laughs> it's your noon alarm. Oh my God. Um, it's late. It's 12, 12. <laughs> <laughs> your town is, I was smiling. Your town is so janky that they can't do the noon alarm on time. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's hysterical. <laughs> Anyways, basically this, this guy's a spoiled rotten brat. He's rotten in prison. And that is the case of Bart Whittaker and I just I don't understand it. So, I, don't, I don't I don't get it. it either I mean there's times where I get super pissed off at my family but I don't fucking want to kill them <laughs> like nope that's <laughs> and I definitely would not want to kill them if they were giving me money <laughs> the way that they were given this fool give me a like four thousand dollar Rolex that I'm, I'm sorry, clearly mom, about to pawn by the way <laughs> mom why aren't you paying for my college <laughs> right just kidding she's like because you're a grown-ass woman and you waited you waited you you waited years after high school because you waited till you were 30 to go to freaking college right (laughs) she's like you are a grown-ass woman now you got that (laughs) you got your own motherfucking bills no um so yeah yeah that's it that's crazy I I will never understand his thought process like that's just insane to me and again that brings me back to what I talked about last week about you never know what people are thinking because the cases like this where shit just is out of the blue yeah that's what just it floors me because like clearly he was clearly he couldn't do it himself like he couldn't do it himself that's why he hired because he's he's he hired someone (laughs) Yeah, he hired someone else to do it or he talked somebody else to do it, you know, and and they did it. But like, I just, what my thing is, it's not even that. The thought process on why anybody would think that they could get away with it. Because he's dumb. Dumb people think they can get away with anything. Especially, especially one, one of the victims were left alive. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Two, like every single botched staged burglary case that we hear about or whatever they always get caught <laughs> right yeah like they always get do they're always sloppy research if you're gonna try and kill someone don't encourage people to research to kill people i'm not samantha I don't mean it like that. <laughs> we do not condone this <laughs> you know what i mean i definitely don't mean go do it <laughs> like read up on and it i'm Shit. saying like come on guys now, thanks to you, Bart, and your spoiled ass, dumbass self, you made it on Wikipedia. <laughs> Damn it, Bart! I'm gonna get on Wikipedia. Which I don't get my research from, by the way. I just want <laughs> you to know. I was like, I'm pretty sure like everything is on Wikipedia because like anybody can put it on there. I'm pretty sure I can make us a Wikipedia page. Oh, really? <laughs> like, yeah, That's Wikipedia true, is every everybody just can post on it. Oh, I know. I don't. I, yeah. I was just like joking around because you know when you go and search his name, it'll yeah. Pop Wikipedia up. is the first thing that pops like, up on anybody. You search. go and search. You go and search my name, and you're gonna find like Facebook page or something like that. You know, you go and search this fool's name, and it's murder. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, it's, it's no. You search his name, and it's dumbass 
stupid dumbass spoiled baby Ugh. i just don't get it that's a dumbass <laughs> you're a dumbass part that's the best i got okay we're really good at like i'm gonna go talking shit I'm if you guys go have noticed <laughs> i'm gonna go and edit his wikipedia and just put dumbass 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 i don't think they let you do that like i think there's some sort of monitoring because <laughs> otherwise can you imagine some of the things that would be on <laughs> wikipedia pages if you could just write whatever <laughs> oh god that would be hilarious though it would be i want to try it now okay <laughs> well that's the bonus july episode given to you on the last day of july because we were awesome because <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah <laughs> all right well let, let's end it so we can go um add things to wikipedia okay okay let's be awkward, let's be awkward. <laughs> okay bye, okay, bye.